that's how it goes. That's right, Joey. We are getting fucking off the rails here, ain't we? Things are a little wacky, man. Things are a little wacky. We kind of forgot about, like, uh, like everything. Like, all the rules are just fucking gone, in it? Oh, yeah. Everybody's I'm lost gonna... their goddamn minds. Everybody seems to have lost their goddamn minds lately. Can't everybody just chill? I, I, I want people to live, like, the hippie lifestyle like me. You know what I mean? Just fucking chill. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen again. I'm personally convinced we're heading into a civil war. Oh, shit. Hang on, dude. Um, I left my coffee cup on the uh, coffee table. Can you see that? Oh, you can just edit that, you, edit that out later, right? No, it ruins the entire fucking show now. Is it gone? Is It's eight seasons of, or eight years of this is just ruined now. Is that right? Yeah, it's totally fucked. I mean, how's anybody supposed to think we're like fantasy characters if you drink coffee? <laughs> fuck is wrong with you dude uh, I don't know man <laughs> was that not the most so, ridiculous thing of all time that was but let's start a countdown right now the official countdown we are what is it four days five days in left mm-hmm. until the final episode of Game of Thrones is the worst episode of all time right right yeah apparently because <laughs> uh <laughs> Dude, they're they're losing their minds. Nothing's happening the way that people want it to happen. <laughs> and so now, uh, we're now we're totally losing our minds. You know, everybody's freaking out. People aren't dying the way they want them to. And we just wanted a clean storybook ending where Jamie became vindicated somehow because Jamie killed Cersei. And oh, and then. Daenerys and and Stone live together forever, happily ever after, as king and queen of yeah. the Seven Kingdoms. That's what we wanted it to be, right? Right. Yeah. It, it it's just all so goddamn ridiculous. I, I really can't. Just... You be happy. It's it's kind of a crazy thing to me because um, Game of Thrones has been a cool show. Don't get me wrong, but people have taken it really to fucking hard. I think it reminds me of the whole Trekkie thing, like where. Like, I can see this in 10 years, people going up to, you know, to the characters. Well, do you remember in season two, <laughs> episode three, where you... Uh, where you yeah. raped my entire childhood. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw a guy today, I was in Starbucks, and he had the Night King tattooed on his upper arm. Oh, nice. The Night King. Like, dude, what are, you, what are you going to do? Like, do you think in 20 years anyone remembers the Night King? Um, well, yeah, I think so, because I think, didn't I read that uh, HBO has already ordered, like, a, a prequel or or some other... Um, I thought they pulled some the other... plug on that. Oh, did they? I don't know. I, I didn't see that. I, I could be wrong. I thought I heard that they pulled the plug on it already or something. Because um, Benioff and Weiss, the, the two that are showrunners of Game of Thrones... Uh, just was announced, and everybody knew they were handed a Star Wars trilogy, but they didn't know... Or they were handed a Star Wars property, I should say, but they didn't know what. And then Disney announced last week there's three more films coming, not in the uh, Skywalker saga, but three new Star Wars films coming, a new trilogy. And now they announced, like I think yesterday or the day before, that Benioff and Weiss will helm those uh, films. Ah. Um, yeah, I got you. So, I don't know. You, you think a Star Wars works? I mean, I guess you have a better chance with it if it's not based on lore that people already know, right? 
Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, would you, if you do like a prequel, or I mean, I, I, I guess you could kind of keep Game of Thrones going because no matter how it finishes up tomorrow, you could go, you know, twenty years in the future, and they could be talking about Daenerys like she was the Mad Queen, daughter of the Mad King, or you know, granddaughter of the Mad King, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you could, can, you could do that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you I was... could run that, or you could run the prequel series of actually showing the Mad King. Yeah, you know and how I mean? he became that way. I mean, and that's what I was thinking about with the Star Wars thing, too. Like, everybody kept saying, you know, oh, they're going to do a Knights of the Old Republic uh, film. Like, you know, that dates a thousand years prior to the stories we know or whatever. Um, but I was thinking, how cool would it be if, if you know how we've we've all known a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Right, that's how the films, the Star Wars films, start. Right. Yeah. How cool would it be if it just said present day in a galaxy far, far away? Because it would set the stories that we grew up knowing as the legends, the the Jesus story, the Bible stories of <laughs> the origin story, so to speak. Yeah, of that world, yeah. and like you know, because what I found like in the Last Jedi, right, where or not, I'm sorry, in the Force Awakens when. Han Solo is saying, it's all true, all of it. The Jedi, the Force, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Not enough time had passed for you to think that that was some kind of folklore. It's only been 30 years. That would be like, you know, like saying, no, it's all true. The Third Reich, Hitler, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, we know it is, you motherfucker. (laughs) You know? Some of us do. Some of us in the North do. Well. Not all of us. I'm just saying, you know? (laughs) Yeah, some of us up here... We know it happened, but I mean, so that never made sense, but imagine a story now where like the Jedi and the Sith are so in the rear view, right? That, oh, no, I think, I, I think it's a good idea. I think that's a cooler way to go. And then, you, yeah. you know, you can have like even more advanced fucking technology than what they have in those films and everything. I mean, that's what I would do. But hey, so, but, but back on Game of Thrones, so we haven't even gotten to the ultimate, uh, to the final episode yet and did you see there is already a uh, change.org petition going and i think i saw like 15 or 20,000 signatures were on it mm-hmm. to um to re-edit out the penultimate episode mm-hmm. and, and change the ending yeah i know it, dude they, they don't it's not even changing any I, i've seen a season redo yeah 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 actually that's what it was yeah they want redo. a season redo can we get a, a show of hands of anything that a change.org petition has ever accomplished? Do you know of anything? No. Is like, it, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the awkward silence. I know dead air space is not usually a good thing. But you got to think about podcast, it. Podcast, right? but like. I, n- is there anything more useless than change.org? I'm sure they've had to have accomplished something. Like what? Like meaning, meaningful. Like, okay, what kind of a zero are you if you're out there thinking, I'm going to sign this right here and they're going to redo this season of Game of Thrones <laughs> by gum? By far the most expensive season of TV ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, dude, I... I you know, that last episode, they must have spent fucking $100 million on that Holy last shit, dude, it was insane. And that's dude, what they were... There was a mix of CGI explosions, you know, mixed in with real stunt work and real life, uh, you know, live action explosions blowing up buildings. 
dude, there was a ton of fucking money spent on that last episode. Yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. You know, I mean, you're you're talking millions of dollars. Like that was cinematic majesty you were watching. It really was for, like, you got to appreciate that. I mean, like the story or not, and and raping this whole series or season, whatever you're gonna call it, man, dude. They put effort into it. <laughs> That's all I'm getting at, man. This, I mean, think of TV 10 years ago and what you see right now. Yeah. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And if you can't just, if you can't, I just don't get it. If you can't just sit back and enjoy what you see, like, like, chill, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. No, dude, I, I, I am right there with you. I don't, like... You're watching shit that you sh- your jaw should be on the floor. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm a big fan of like good storytelling. You know, visuals are great and all. Yeah, it's like video games. You can have the best graphics in the world if the game sucks. Who gives a shit, right? But this has been good storytelling. Like, it may not go the way you want it to, and yes, you can sit and punch holes and shit. Um, but you can do that with anything. I don't care. Yeah, what but if anything film. goes, if every if any story goes the way you want it to all the time, like isn't life just fucking boring? Yeah, I would think so. But I mean, think about everyone out there has a different person that they want to end up on the Iron Throne, or they had a different idea about how this character should go out or that character should go out. Right? You're not going to please all these people. You're just I, not. I mean, you know, I'll tell you honestly, it would not, if I was writing the story, I probably would not have, it, it does seem a little easy that Cersei and Jamie went out and some building crumbles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it seems like, it seemed too easy for them. You wanted it to be a little harsher. Well, yeah, but sure. I mean, you wanted one, you know, you wanted somebody to take them out, uh, you know whether it's yeah you wanted to see her Snow grovel or whether it's and Daenerys yeah sure you wanted her to watch her plead for her life and and all that kind of stuff I get it but you know what sometimes things don't end that way like you wanted let's go back to the other mystical character that never existed Hitler um you wanted him to be in that position right but you didn't get that did you yeah but how much satisfaction did you really get with fucking uh, Saddam Hussein getting hung did it change anything really. You know what I mean? Like, did it make you that much happier, or if he just offed himself in the foxhole? You know well, what I mean? I mean, it was kind of. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did. It was mildly pleasurable. <laughs> I mean, he was running his mouth, talking shit, you know, and then they just pulled the fucking lever and. Yeah, but if there was video of of Hitler offing himself, would would that have been mildly pleasure pleasurable too? I don't know. Um, not the same way because see, Saddam was being forced to answer for his misdeeds and Hitler, like when, you know what I'm saying? No, I feel you. And I guess it's the same thing. So it wouldn't be my first choice, but dude, I sat back, I enjoyed the show and I'm not complaining. I really am not. I mean, I'm, I got no complaints. Yeah, none at all. I'm, I'm sitting there watching shit that I can't believe is on television I mean, as I said on Facebook, to anyone bitching about this, uh, stick to reruns of Mama's Family. (laughs) That's what you deserve. You don't deserve to watch Game of Thrones. Mama's Family. Yeah. 
I did see a new theory today too, and I and, and I think it's really just people just trying to make it into so much more than they really than it really is. Mm-hmm. The new theory today that is Bran is the evil one. Like now that he's the three eyed raven, uh huh. He um what they what's the word? He garbled, he warbled or whatever. Oh yeah, I think it, it's called warble, <laughs> which is such yeah. a fucking cheap you know, come up with something better <laughs> than that. <laughs> Dracarius. Um yeah. I I think they said that he actually warbled into um Daenerys and controlled her, mind controlled her and forced her to do that. So, I don't know if it's just people trying to that's the theory going. Uh so. well, you know what? I don't have a problem with that cuz I mean, after all, he is in a wheelchair cuz of them fuckers. No, that's true. I mean, you know, that's a hell of a lesson to learn. You know, I was listening to a uh, recap and the people on the panel were saying how it was um, like uh, uh, Jamie once said, you know, when when him and Tyrion would talk about how they wanted to die. And Jamie always said, I want to die in the arms of the woman I love. All right. And they're like, it was kind of poetic because he did get to die that way. And I'm like, have we forgotten that he's fucking his sister? (laughs) Like, have we just, are we good with this now? You know? It was a long time ago and in a galaxy far away, so that's cool. I guess. I mean, dude, there's a lot of incest in that show, man. And, like, it's been so normalized now that I think people have forgotten that the dude's fucking his sister. (laughs) And every once in a while, I did catch, like, a comedic moment where they would break his balls about it, you know? Yeah, and it's, I mean, that's how it should be. You should be getting your balls busted. (laughs) You know? I mean, I don't know, man. I I just, it really took me aback, man, because I was like, you guys are just completely ignoring that this this is a brother and sister you're talking about. And they, they they almost treated it like, oh, it was so romantic because, and I'm like, no, it's not romantic. It's kind of like disgusting and perverse. Because that's what it really is. You know, you should just ask. That. Have you ever had a sister? Yeah, like, do you do you think this is cool? Because it's really not cool, bro. Not cool at all. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just um, I, the the whole thing. I just find disappointing, man. Just sit back and enjoy the show, and and quit quit trying to think you're smarter than the writers. That's all. Yeah, you're you know not, what I mean. You're not smarter you're not. than the writers. You did anybody they, hand you a Star Wars film, a trilogy? Right. So you're not smarter. There's a lot of money involved in that, and nobody gave it to you. Just swim in your lane, know your place, just sit back, chill. You're an audience member, not a writer. Yeah. Enjoy it. Not everybody has to be a critic. God damn it. Get back to mama's family. <laughs> Go where, Stick to what you know. Stay in your lane, as they say. Mama's family. You know? Hey, as the government of the United States of America is not, in any sense founded on the Christian religion, as it has in itself no character of enmity against the laws, religion, or tranquility of Muslims, and as the said states never entered into any war or act of hostility against the Mohammedan nation. It is declared by the parties that no pretext arising from religious opinions shall ever produce an interruption of the harmony existing between the two countries. President John Adams and founding father of the United States Treaty of Tripoli, 
November 4th, 1796. Um, Listen to you getting all educational on us. I like to drop this on people. I'm gonna, I got two reasons to, to, to read that to you, two. I feel like you should have, like, I'm just a bill playing in the background or something. He's just sitting your, here on Capitol Hill. I should have done this in song your, form. Yeah, where's your constitutional music? Oh, I should have played We that. the people. I didn't think in about it. In order to form a perfect union. It did make go. you remember the preamble, though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and ensure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. Do ordain and establish this constitution. Man, listen to you. See? I mean, so anyway. Anyway, what I was getting at is two reasons why I wanted to read you the Treaty of Tripoli. One, and the most pressing at the moment, <laughs> is... This abortion thing, because as let, let's read that first sentence again from founding father and president John Adams, as the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion, but it sure feels like we've forgotten that when we're pushing laws based on bronze and iron age mysticism and folklore, doesn't it? Yeah, and I will add, I don't. I've I've read the Bible. I don't think I ever saw anything about abortion being mentioned in it. I don't know. That's because they didn't know how to do anything yet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. They didn't know how to do it. You know, I um, I I'll let you run with this, but here I, I I'm almost hesitant to like because I I don't feel educated. Like I've never read a book on John Adams. I've never really read books. I mean, I know my history, and I, I know. Like, I think, you know, as much as the common man does about a lot of these things. So I, I hate to pull in the founding fathers too much because that's what always bugs me about that other side that, that fucking picks and choose, chooses one sentence or something that they, you know, and takes things out of context and says, see, we are a Christian religion. Don't you see it right there? No, you, know, oh, you know what I mean? No, I, and I, I don't want to I don't want to be one of them guys. Well, I do in this sense. <laughs> Go. Because. Uh, first and foremost, with this abortion thing, you are pushing laws based on hocus pocus and nonsense. But the first part of this is Alyssa Milano. Now, she, in response to the, 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 these absurd uh, rulings over women's rights and their bodies, she yeah, came up with the, the, uh, the yeah, sex thing. Yeah. The sex um, boycott. Right. Sex boycott. Right. Um, if we can't make decisions with our bodies, we can, we'll make the decision you can't enjoy our bodies, right? Um, now, I'm not here to, to argue whether that's a sound plan or not. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Do whatever you need to do if you're a woman to fight back against this insanity of the right, okay? But my point that I wanted to make is the left. So she comes out. She comes up with this idea. And what does the left do? It attacks her. Uh, that's not a very feminist opinion. Um, and what you're doing right now is portraying us as nothing more than sexual objects for cisgendered men. That our vaginas are our only value to them. <laughs> and like, and I'm like, oh god, damn it! You're th these social justice warrior nitwits are going to 
het cis, you know, non-binary, whatever the fuck nonsense. They're going to do that right into a Handmaid's Tale reality. We need to record that, by the way. What? You know, that like as, as an opener for every one of these podcasts. This is like, because I don't feel like saying it every time, but I, yes, I am a heterosexual <laughs> cis white male. And I do apologize. For I apologize. That I apologize. To, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I I don't know what to say. Like I don't I don't think Alyssa Milano's idea is great um, because I think it, it punishes women. I guess, I guess to me, it's the assumption that all women hate sex and they only do it for us. I don't know. I mean, maybe well, that's the case. That, now that you know, was that, that was kind of what the the fembots had to say. But I mean that that I, I definitely see that as a as a point. But then the other side is, you know, like, yeah, I think you're all fighting for the same cause. Like, don't eat your own. They're, dude, they're eat, they're all about eating their own. Yeah, and that's the, why the left sucks. The left really does suck. It has no balls. It will never accomplish anything because it's too busy policing everything. Like, you're in a imagine. You're on a battlefield, and the enemy is just all about fucking killing you. They don't care how they do it. Wipe you the fuck out. They don't care if they've got to blow their own territory up to to take you down. They're just like well, that's what everybody always complain about Vietnam. Like they would, you know, station troops in hospitals and like not followed by the, right. the rules the rules of engagement, so to speak. Um, you know, put. Um, bombs and baby carriages and all the other, you know, terrible, terrible, terrible things. And that's why we supposedly had such a, one of the reasons why we had such a hard time in Vietnam. Right. Because we tried to follow the rules. Yeah, dude. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, you got one enemy just out to kill the other enemy, and then the left side of the army figuring out what's the proper way. And while you're figuring out what's the proper way... And if somebody on your team did something wrong, you're just losing battle after battle and you're losing more ground and more ground. Yeah, I know, man. But it's a tough that's a tough argument, man, because I really do believe in the moral high ground. And, you know, I don't know, man, that's a that's I struggle with that. Like Mm -hmm. strategy wise, it's probably a losing strategy, but it is nice to say, dude, I got the moral high ground. I'm right on this. I'm fucking factually right. This is what the law says. Uh huh. You're either with it or not, you know what I mean? And you and I don't know. Uh, how's that work out most of the time? I know it works out for shit. Yeah. So, uh, dude, it, we're past all that now. We really are. I mean, you gotta like. I can dig. Everybody has their own metric by how they want to live and how they how they think you fight the good fight. But take a look around. Like, look at what's going. You're sounding on. like a panther, man. Uh, uh, yeah, fight whitey. Is that that kind of panther? Well, yeah. I mean, you sound like you're getting a little militant on me. I'm just... No, I'm not militant because I'm too lazy. I'm just <laughs> saying, take a fucking look around. Look at... In the last couple years, look at the bar. This is how the battle is, is fought now. And so you can hold this moral high ground all you want, but it's not working. They don't give a fuck. That side does not give a <laughs> they, fuck. They don't give a fuck. They don't. Yeah. So what? Is that illegal? Is it, it right. illegal to pay? Is it illegal for yeah. hush money for the porn stars? Right. Yeah, it kind of is. No, well, fuck it. No, it's not. Right. No, it's that's, not. That's your opinion. Right. 
It's your opinion. Fake news. Fake news. And bro. I love that. Like the fact versus fiction. No, it doesn't feel wrong. It doesn't feel wrong to me because he's feelings. He's, a white, he's an old white guy. Feelings. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought up feelings because that was my other half of this in the Treaty of Tripoli. So we've we've now addressed how the left are stupid as fuck. And they'll continue to be beat over the head until it's too late. On the other side, this past week, a Facebook friend posted something that was, um, by every uh, metric, and it emanated from an alt-right hate groups page. Uh, this was a fundamentally Islamophobic uh, bullshit hit piece uh, that picked and choose certain facts and... Uh, just presented a really skewed history lesson about why Thomas Jefferson owned a Quran. Uh, th- go ahead and guess. Why do you think he owned a Quran? Because, well, who, who are we talking factually or are we talking feelings? Oh, no, no. Acor- f- according, according to this piece, why did he own a Quran? I, f- I feel like he probably owned a Quran so he could study, study the enemy. A little Sun Tzu kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Study the most savage people. Yeah, study the art of war kind of shit, right? Right. Now, um, probably there was some truth to that. Probably. I mean, we all have things that we learn things about other cultures and different things that way. Well, the way this was framed, the Muslim was the most savage, unreasonable people that he had ever encountered so he needed to learn their ways and you know and it's just dude, i this, don't even know if i can handle any more of this racist bullshit no like, no i don't no. even want to hear the rest of the story oh no but no but see this is the best part <clears throat> so it all it all emanated from the war in tripoli the, the the trade waters around tripoli which is now libya and and blah 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 so i just read you the treaty of tripoli okay this piece Somehow neglected this part of the story. That wasn't important. Uh, what John Adams had said about Christianity right. and the Muslims and that we had no issue. That wasn't important. But th- what I'm getting at is, so this person told everybody, don't comment if you don't have anything nice to say. So they put up a fundamentally patently racist Islamophobic hit piece that emanated from an alt-right hate page and you weren't supposed to comment on it. You were supposed to shut up. And unless you agree, I guess. Unless you agreed. Then you could all have a circle jerk and high-five each other and all that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> our friend uh, went in there and said, hey, this is total bullshit article. Here's the real facts about this situation. And this emanated from a hate group's page you probably should be a little more careful about what you post. Well, that was him. Are you ready? It's bullying. Sounds like a, he was you know, bullying. I was gonna say it sounds like a sounds like a friend trying to help out a, help out another friend. Right, because as we all know, in this day and age, uh, you get fired if people find out you're doing shit like this. Yeah, you lose your I know job it more than I know it more than most. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> not to clarify, not that he's been fired. Let's just say yeah, I'm usually on the other end. Of he's that. on the other end of this shit. So you can be fired for things like this. You can lose your standing in society. Um, a lot of people don't think when they post certain shit on social networks. So he was just basically saying, hey, man, you might, might want to be a little bit careful. 
about this. And and really, how fucking is it embarrassing in life? Like, seriously, when you got to go to your next job interview and they ask you, well, why'd you leave this last position? And like, in your mind, you know, I got fired because I posted some stupid shit on Twitter. No, in your like, mind. how fucking. If you're the person who did this, in your mind, you're like, because I told the truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was that's dropping truth did. bombs. <laughs> yeah, I was dropping truth, and these libtard uh, snowflakes couldn't deal with it. <laughs> that's how. That's what uh, you're thinking in your head. Again, fact versus feeling. Yeah. So, well, that's what the feeling is the is the good part. So, I um a, another friend kind of sided uh, with this chick and against our friend, and I said, "Hey, man, are you really?" Like taking this position here, and and her response was, "Well, her feelings were hurt." That that the person who posted this, and I. When did we get to the point that your feelings get to be hurt because someone tried to educate you? Like, how do you? How is someone a bully? Like, who gives a shit about your feelings when you are disseminating hate speech? Well, that's the funny thing about the that side of the aisle lately over the last several years. I used to think it, and it seemed to me, it used to be the other way around that the left, you know, people on the left tended to feel like the victims all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've noticed by far, dudes on the right man claim to be the victims of everything now. They they just love being the victim complex. You're taking away our Christmas. You're not letting us. No one's, you know, not, you're taking away our guns. You're taking away, we're just the victims. We're just trying to live our lives. Stop. Yeah. No, it <laughs> stop, really, they really stop are. Stop bringing Mexicans, taking my job. You know, like just such fucking whine and cunts. It's nonstop crying. And then they talk about snowflakes. Yeah, dude. You know, Nick DiPaolo, you know, the comedian Nick DiPaolo. Yeah. Remember yeah. him? Yeah, of course. All he, does now every fucking day is post videos on Twitter where he's ranting about the left and crying about something the left did and then calls the left whiny bitches. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, that's funny. You've stopped being a comedian and all you do. And there's something interesting about guys like DiPaolo and Kumia. Um, like it's like where you've run out of material with the because they're they're basically like insult type comic things, you know what I mean? Right. And then you run out of material with that, or you know, and then so now you're a political mind suddenly. Or shock jock shock jocks. Shock jock. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And you're saying the shocking things about the libtards and the blacks. I was just watching, and it just kind of reminds me, man. This is funny to me. Like I was watching the thing on uh, on CBS Sunday morning this weekend, talking about um, the um, vaccinations and the anti-vaxxers and all that. And that's really what it kind of came down to. Like, you know, the science isn't there, but I just feel like vaccinations are going to give my kids um, autism or yeah, Asperger's. You just feel or like it. you know, I just, you know, <laughs> it's. It, they just think they're 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 tuned in a little bit closer, man. Because I, you know, I I listened to Alex Jones a couple times, and I read some things up on the internet, and I I see things that you all don't. I mm-hmm. don't care what the fact is. I don't care what science says. That's that's just the the man trying to tell you something. Oh yeah, it's it's but the it's, I'm, I, but I'm in, I'm tuned in. I got my ear to the ground. I know what's really going on, but down there, yeah, they're told I, that by Alex Jones, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> it really is. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, you're told that you're smarter for knowing these nonsensical things, for believing in these nonsensical concepts. You're smarter. Like, that's what's happening. You're smarter because you know that the Clintons really did operate a pedophile ring out of a pizza shop sure. in Washington, D.C. Yeah, you know it. It doesn't matter that that pizza shop had no basement and supposedly <laughs> this all took place in the basement. But you really know it because you got your ear to the ground. Yeah. You're a smart Rush Limbaugh listener. You're tuned in, you know, and the rest of them are sheeple. They're all sheeple and you're smart, <sighs> you know, and that's what it's done. I mean, dude... You have people now, because of the internet, believing the earth is flat. Like, flat earthers are a thing, man. <laughs> like, so much... To, didn't the dude try to send himself on a rocket last year? Yeah, he try, He was He was trying to fund it, but then, like, I guess the first ones he made, like, crashed and burned, and then he just pulled the plug on the whole idea. <laughs> you know, I mean... But it's really, really kind of funny. You think about because that. Because he was going to go up high enough to prove it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You, but you really think about that, dude. Like YouTube videos, like a mad, mad, mad world. Like he's gonna just be, or um, you know, uh, I'm sorry, the not mad, mad world. Uh, that the how I dropped the bomb and learned to love it or whatever. Yeah, Doctor like Strange. Uh, strange love. Yeah, strange love. Yeah, he was gonna strap himself to the fucking rocket and see the. There really is no curvature of the Earth. I mean, I wish he would have. <laughs> would have been I, awesome. I wish. If, I wish he could create an entire ship, a rocket. To put all the flat earthers in, and then they could launch themselves into fucking space and blow up. I mean, that would be fantastic. You you have YouTube videos that have convinced people that the earth is fucking flat. And I got into it once with a, with a flat earther, just because I, I thought this was a joke, like when it first was around. So I said, okay, what's the goal here? Like, what, what, what's the hustle? And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you're saying it was this massive conspiracy to convince us that the earth is round. Why? What's the end game? Yeah. What does it change? And I think strangely at that point, his mom called him for dinner because <laughs> he never responded to me. You know what? The other thing I'm really hating about the left lately, I got to tell you, hmm. is uh, I see it on Reddit all the time because the Reddit is far left, obviously. And I see it on Reddit all the time. Like, um, uh, Anderson or not Anderson Cooper, but uh, Sean Hannity finally admits, and they'll catch like one little piece of quote. Finally, oh, yeah. and the, and everybody's all excited. We got him. Finally, yeah. we got him. We won. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like really? Yeah, you won nothing. You won nothing. You did. You won an argument. This proves once and for all that Bran is actually evil and controlling everything. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many stop. times over the last couple of years I have seen articles on Reddit? Where yeah. a legal expert says this is it, Trump has finally committed the <laughs> the criminal act that will put him in jail. Like, dude, it's every it's every single day, every day. Yeah, every single day. This is it. Yeah, Judge, you know, Shep Smith finally admits. <laughs> yeah. You know, like stop. Like no one cares. I got just, news for you. Just like they don't care. If fucking Maddow says some shit. Like Sh- no one. <laughs> Shep Smith. Like, is the token on Fox no, I News. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, in case anybody out there doesn't know, they keep him around so they can claim that they're not uh, homophobic and all that kind of stuff. He's just the token. If you notice, he his show airs not during primetime. Right, yeah. He, his show airs while people are still at work or whatever, you know. 
Um, so Shep says a lot of cool stuff. So does Judge Andrew Napolitano now. And he's all, he says it on Shep's show. Yeah, Napolitano finally admits <laughs> yeah. that Trump is a criminal. No, he's, no, he didn't. Stop with your bullshit. Get back uh, to me. I'm so somebody, tired. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm so tired of all of it. The Batwoman show is uh, the trailer dropped, right? There's a Batwoman show now coming out, right? Why? And uh, Because, I, I don't know, the CW has license for certain things, and they've had hits with The Flash and all that stuff. So now Batwoman's coming. And Ruby Rose uh, is playing Batwoman, and she's a lesbian character, right? Okay, I'm down. No, okay. I'm in. And through the whole trailer, it's about how men don't do things right. So, so you understand, Batwoman. So this is so this is a, a superhero version of Tim the Toolman, Taylor. I is guess, that what that is? like, because men just fuck everything up. Yeah, I guess. I don't. Yeah, and and d- d- so she takes over. So Bruce Wayne leaves Gotham City from the trailer that I can see. She's his cousin. She gets access to the Batcave, and then uh, she said, "I guess it's supposed to be Lucius Fox. I don't know." And and she's saying to him. You're going to need to adjust that suit. And he's like, that suit is designed perfectly. And she's like, it will be when it's designed to fit a woman. Aren't you? Didn't you feel the burn there? <laughs> I did. All right. And then I so did. so later. Isn't a, isn't a big part of the Dark Knight character, though, the whole fact that his parents were killed at a young age and he's somewhat mentally ill. He's the bat to deal with that. Yes. You know, that traumatic event. So does are we going to kill off our parents, too? No. We, I think we kill off her lesbian girlfriend. I think is what happened. I don't know. I, I like. But I think that's I just, what happened. I'm trying to figure out what the traumatic experience is for her origin story. Well, she was she served in Iraq or something, and her, from what I could tell from the trailer, and she had a love affair with this chick, and then the the villain, I guess, kidnaps and kills that chick. I, I think that's what happens. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not. All right. Familiar. So okay, they're answering my questions. I'm, I, I, I so then, I'll sit back and enjoy. In the end of the trailer, now keep in mind. She comes into Bruce Wayne's established Batcave, right? And she says something again to Lucius Fox about, I'm not going to sit back and let a man take credit for what a woman has done or what a woman built. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't you just roll in the dude's shit? Yeah, that I don't get. And it's like, dude, but the whole point to me, again, I don't even give a shit. It's just tiresome at this point. You don't need the virtue signal all the fucking time. When we were when we were young, right? Did Princess Leia have to say anything like that? No, she was just one of the crew, wasn't she? Yeah, and she was tough. She was, Princess Leia turned out to be a badass, a strong woman. She's the Hut Slayer. She killed Jabba the Hut. There was nothing you never needed to tell anybody that she yeah. was equal. She just was fucking equal. Yeah, that's that's um, Han Solo. He couldn't get the job of the hut thing done. He just sat there like a fucking rock, staring at him for years. Well, he was kind of frozen in a fucking thing. Either way, he needed a woman to save him. That's right. She came and saved him, right? And then she Word? killed Job of the Hut. She choked that motherfucker out with that big ass neck that Job of the Hut had. Did he yep. even have a neck? And he had some kind of thing. I don't know what that was. I mean, he, he just—he was all a neck. Like his head just went right to his neck yeah. and his body. So he I remember like a that puppet neck. tongue sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> and she just—and his eyes were rolling up. And she was squeezing that chain and choked him the fuck out. 
And afterwards, it, it was just, it was what it was. She didn't have to say, I look hot in this fucking bikini. Yeah, she no. just was. She just was. You know, nothing. We didn't need to be told. She just was. And why? So now, all these years later, why do you feel like you need to tell everybody constantly, look, this is a woman. She's badass. Just let her fucking be badass. I don't need all these lessons. I'm not even going to watch this show now. Just because of that. I'm not going to fucking watch it. I won't do it. You know, speaking of bad shows, and I'm not going to I'm not going to bash it. I've never seen it, but um I am as I'm, we're sitting here podcasting, right? And talking. I have the TV on in the background just for background video. Uh-huh. And Into the Wild is on. Fuck. And I <laughs> Listen to you getting all heated. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Go ahead. I just I mean, I, I had it on the background with no sound, but I, like, I, I never, I guess I just don't get it. Dude went to Alaska and he died. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I get the story. He's a, the, there is no fucking story. Now, let me tell you, we were just talking about superheroes, right? right? They all have an origin story, don't they? Yes. Welcome to your origin story here. Mine? Yours. You want to know why? Yeah, go. Another cast is an offshoot of a blog I used to run called And Another Thing. Right? Right, yeah. That blog was started because I used to date this broad. And so the whole time we're dating, she was in the, like, all, you know, anything that fucking did. Yeah, Eastern philosophy. <laughs> like, you know, do you ever notice when people tell like a you. little crystals and a little. Not crystal. crystals, but just like all these. Like, yeah, dude, not that. Like just. You ever know people who are in the inspirational quotes and sayings and they're like always like, oh, I'm attempting to be better. But they're always the worst people you've ever fucking known. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, you know what Yeah, I'm I'll leave about. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. They're, they're just. If you're. The thing is, and I, listen to me out there. If you're busy with inspirational quotes and 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 trying to always improve yourself, you're a fucking you're a bad person. That's why you're doing that. You know, if you're a decent human being that just does decent things, you don't need quotes and shit. But anyway, so she starts telling me about the John Krakauer book Into the Wild, which is what that film is based on. And She's like, oh, it's so inspirational. It's so, you got, the movie was coming out. So it was so inspirational. We had to watch the fucking movie. So I watched the movie <laughs> and I see this jerk off Chris McCandless, right? And he's right. got mommy and daddy's money, total fucking slacker, just tooling around the United States being a douche. Then he names himself Alexander Supertramp as if he wasn't fucking pretentious enough already, right? <laughs> Yes. So I'm watching, I, and I'm getting. I, I, I totally forgot Alexander Supertramp. That yeah. sounds familiar now. I kind of remember that now. Yeah, Alexander Supertramp, because he. When, when it must was be this nice. from? Uh, well, I was um, dating her. Uh, and, it's on Showtime right now. I'll pull pull up like the info thing. I was dating her in 2006 to 2000, almost nine. I guess I don't know. So somewhere in that window, maybe 2006, 2007. 2007, following his go. graduation from college, Chris McCandless gives up his savings and possessions and makes an ill-fated trek into the Alaskan wilderness. So, uh, <laughs> I'm watching this piece of shit movie. I'm hating this guy more and more with every minute. And then he makes his way to Alaska. 
and he shelters himself in a bus. Now, I ask you, how deep in the wilderness could he have been if there was an abandoned bus? Well, I will give you I will give you this cuz I've been a lot of weird places in the country and I will say like in, in the mountains of West Virginia, you will like get to the top of a mountain into a field or you can be hiking somewhere mm-hmm. and you will see like an abandoned fucking vehicle and you're like how the fuck did that vehicle get here? Mm-hmm. Like bus maybe not. Like I've seen tractor trailers like in weird fucking places. So I can kind of see that like you kind of I can kind of see that happening a little bit. A school bus in the middle of the wilderness? No, not in the middle of the wilderness necessarily, exactly. but I guarantee you if we go and find that bus it ain't that far away from a fucking 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm going right. to I'm going to make that bet right now. Okay. Right? So I'm watching him, and then you know, I'm like, I, I'm still trying to figure out, like the whole time. Probably, like, probably a Circle K though, because it's out there at West. All right, that's fair. You know, as long as he can get a slushie or whatever. Do you need slushies in Alaska? I don't think you do. But so, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, any minute now, this is going to be inspirational, because so far, all I'm seeing is a fucking hear you jerk just- off. I can hear you. I can. Here's my picture. You and you and her in bed. She's cuddled up, like fucking, like leaning forward, not even laying back, and you're fucking staring at the ceiling, going, "All right, is it inspirational yet? God Dude, damn it! I was so <laughs> mad. You have no idea because you don't know how long I heard about this, right? And so I'm like, <laughs> "But Joe, but Joe, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's so inspirational. Like he just went and did his thing. Okay, so." Then he eats berries and he dies. <laughs> All right. So I literally, I turned to her and I went, is that it? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I was like, so you fucking died? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I was like, I can do that. I can go to Alaska and fucking die. I was like, what the fuck? What's that inspirational for? I, pr- I know I can do that. I absolutely can do that, you know? And she's like, what's your fucking problem? And I was like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. I was like, "What? how is this inspirational? He lived life like a fucking jerk. He lived off his mommy and daddy's money, tooled around the country, and then he died eating poison berries in a fucking bus. What a zero. So needless to say, I wasn't uh, popular that night in bed. I was, um, oh, that's funny fucking so shit to me. I was so angry. I was so angry, and this I had no social network to vent on. I was so pissed off that I was like, I got, I got to fuck. Somebody out there's got to agree with me. Somebody has to know that I'm right <laughs> about this guy. And so I found Blogspot, and I started, and another thing, and the first post is fuck into the wild. <laughs> and it was just a just angry fucking rant about what a piece of shit Chris McCandless was. Fuck Alexander Supertramp and fuck this movie. That's fucking and funny to me. There is your origin story, Saw Sex Nine. Uh, that's funny. Fuck Chris McCandless. Hey, well, I feel bad for the duty. I mean, you gotta be a little bit mentally ill, I think. Well, and again, is that inspirational? Yeah, I guess you could do that too. I could be mentally ill. <laughs> Runs in my family. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can be fucking crazy. You know? Uh, yep. I can do it. I choose not to. You know? Uh, 
so yeah, I I don't dude. I, it was just a, it really. I just couldn't, and you know, and I shouldn't even. I'm going to apologize right now to McCandless family, actually, because it's not even the, your son's story. It's how your son's story was presented to me over and over again as a inspirational. And you know, and I'm yelling her, and even in the blog, I'm like, "Fucking Dick Prennick! You ever see the story of Dick Prennicky Alone in the Wilderness that used to air on PBS?" No, nah, I don't know it. This motherfucker in the 1960s, if you bought, if you settled a piece of land in Alaska, it was yours. You could just fucking take it because nobody wanted to live up there, you know? Yeah. And so Dick Prennicky goes up to Alaska with a hatchet, a fucking hammer, and I, and I don't know, maybe some tweezers. I don't know what the fuck else he had. Hand tools, though, right? So he goes up there. He's sawing trees down by hand, and he brings a video camera with him. Right. And now it had no sound. So they would take the letters that he wrote to his brothers because his family said, look, that's cool. Just let us know you're OK. Right. So he would go up there. He had the video camera. He was on this lake and a seaplane would come in once a month with supplies and shit. And then would take the mail. And so he fucking cuts down trees, builds a log cabin. He's got a rifle. He's hunting fucking animals. Uh, totally builds a life there. Builds a fucking meat cooler. You know how you dig down below the frost line in the ground? Yeah, yeah, dig. Makes a meat cooler. Then he's got a tower that he builds so he can air dry shit uh, and his berries and all that stuff. This guy is, it's an amazing documentary and it would always air on PBS. And so you were seeing the real video footage that he shot of himself building this cabin. And then they had a guy narrating based on the letters he wrote. He lived up there from the 1960s. I think he died in the early 2000s. He was 85 years old. And now that is an inspirational story. Dude wanted to get away from the rat race. He was some kind of like an engineer or an accountant or something. He couldn't deal with it no more. He said, fuck it, I want to go live by myself. And he went up there and he did it. He did it. And it's like now a national monument up there, his, his cabin and all that shit. Not a stupid bus. <laughs> and stupid fucking berries. Yeah, where you died of eating berries after what, like three weeks? That's not inspirational. <laughs> That's the tale of a loser. It should be called Into the Wild, a loser story. <laughs> That's what the fuck that movie should be called. Why'd you start about this? Why'd you bring <laughs> this you up? Just, I thought you just apologized to his parents. Now you just call him. <laughs> nah, I, I thought about it again. <laughs> I thought about it again. Now I'm not so sorry. Ah, uh, juice. <laughs> Heather Locklear has checked herself in the rehab for the 20th time. It literally says, a quote from an inside source, she has been to rehab more than 20 times, perhaps 25. I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say fucking opioids are a motherfucker. I don't know if that's what she's on, but... It says she likes pills, alcohol, and she has some kind of uh, mental illness. Maybe she should get a bus in the fucking wilderness. Nah, be nice, man. You know what's oh. weird about Heather Locklear? Isn't it strange when you think back on women that you thought were so hot? She was fucking fantastic. Look, I'm poster worthy. Right. Here's the here's the real question. You're single. We're painting a picture. Let's say you're single. Dick. You know all this about her. You know all these problems. Right, she's had violent episodes. Attacked her boyfriend, threatened to kill him, threatened to kill herself, threatened to kill the police. Um, I can fix her. It, that's what I was getting at. Do you? Do you? Do you still go for I can, it? I, I yes, one hundred percent. I can fix it. 
<laughs> that is the question, right? Because you know, you know how there's always that like, do you bang Anne Margaret just because of what she used to look like? Like, do you do it just to say you did it because she used to be hot as balls? Like when you see her doing that little dance in Bye Bye Birdie in her pink skin tight outfit, right? Do you nail? I guess I Anne's got to be eighty now. Do you bang an eighty-year-old Anne Margaret just so you can say you did? Without a fucking hesitation. <laughs> so we know that game. But see, yeah. here's the weird thing, and and um, my wife always gets kind of hot bothered by this, but I kind of do have a thing for old ladies. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know why, man, but I I don't know. Like every time I see like Jane Polly or Leslie Stahl, Jane like, Polly, or. Um, why, what can't it even be a cool older lady? Why do you? Why does it got to be? What is it? Connie Chung next for you? Oh fuck yeah! Oh god damn! Or even uh, even what's her name over in England? Mm. Who? The Queen? Oh no, not the Queen! I'm not going that. Well, I don't far. know you. you don't but the <laughs> the Prime Minister. Um, who? You talking about uh, um, Theresa May? Um, oh yeah, Theresa uh, May. Now we're talking. You got a lot of fucking problems. (laughs) You ever shake an old lady's hand? No, because I don't like them to touch me because they... (laughs) No, they smell funny and they got like them spots on their hands and I don't know if it rubs off. Whenever you shake an old lady's hand, their hands are so soft. That's because their skin's dying. (laughs) That's why... Tomato, I say tomato. So what are you thinking? Like, oh, their skin's so soft, their vagina must be like velvet. Is that what you're fucking thinking? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, there's something wrong with you. I don't think any way about them. I do. I'm, I'm not going to say his name, but we do have a friend. And he's, I know he listens to this all the time, and he's going to be so angry, but I'm not going to say his name. But um, he, after he got divorced, he, he was down the casino. And you know how them old broads love them a slot machine. Right? Yes, sir. So he's fucking at the casino and he starts talking because he worked weird shift. And so he's talking. It's midday and he's talking to this old lady. She, and I say old lady, we were still in our 30s and she was 60. Right. Yeah. And uh, he calls me up and he's like, yo. I'm like, what's up, dude? He goes, yo, I fucked an old broad. And I was like, what? And he goes, dude, I fucked like a 60-year-old chick today. And I was like, why'd you do that? You know? <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> so and he, is, he <laughs> dude, this is the best thing he ever said. He goes, didn't you ever see like an old short-haired mom in a minivan and you just want to fuck them? Just like wonder what that's like. And I was like, I assume it's probably like fucking any other chick, dude. And they're just old. You know? And he was like, yeah, well, I was always wanted to do that. So I did it. and i was like oh that's fucking you creepy son of a bitch you know so i bust his balls every once in a while but yeah i don't have that at all i don't know i mean it just uh i mean i you know everybody to each their own and whatnot whatever Uh, gets you through the night i guess so i just don't have it you know it just it feels like to me it it feels like it's fundamentally wrong and i know i know my thoughts are stupid on this because you know they're they they were a sexual being at one point, right? You know, and, I mean, and if you're still with your girl now, I'm assuming in another thirty years, she's gonna be an old lady too, or forty years, whatever. Sure, but I'll be dead by then. 
you know, I figure I'm going to punch out early. You know? What are you, Jim Morrison? You're going to live fast and die young? I've already missed that window, motherfucker. (laughs) I I don't get to die cool now. I just get to die like, oh, that dope had a fucking heart attack on the job site. You know, I don't get the rock and roll death at this point. I'm just saying, I'm, you know, I'm probably primed for like one of them early punch outs. You know, this is happening to people all the time now. Yeah, for like the 55. Yeah, that's so young. uh, you You know, that's the zero's death. I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, it really is, man. It is. You can die young, right? And and you're like, oh, man, he died like when he was still cool and shit, right? Or you can die old and they'll be like, oh, dude, that guy, man, he lived a full life. He saw it all. Think of the shit that that guy yeah, like saw. A, like a Kirk Douglas or a Bob Hope. Yeah. <laughs> dude did everything. Yeah, but when you're fucking 49 and drop dead of cardiac arrest, it's not like there's nothing cool about that death. Because your uh, A1C was a little too high, and yeah. you're pre-diabetic, and, you're, and, and your cholesterol was a little off, but you were still fucking eating cheesesteaks twice a day. That's what I'm saying. That's like the, that's the, the, what they used to call Bobby the Brain Heenan used to call your the average Joe a ham and egger. That's a ham and egger's death. You know, man, makes me want to do read some health self help books and really get my shit together and really really start improving myself. Thank you for that advice. Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Maybe maybe take up some some Zen meditation or something. Some I Eastern philosophy. That. I applaud that idea. Just go ahead and start <laughs> quoting some inspirational quotes. <laughs> You know? All right. Don't, what we, was it? Don't be sad because it's over. Smile because it happened. Fuck yourself. <laughs> all right? With all that shit. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Your best sucks. Everything <laughs> about you sucks. That's why you say shit like that. You know who doesn't say shit? People can't handle me because I keep it 100% real. No one likes you. No one liked you at 50%. No. All these things are things that people say to themselves when no one likes them and they're an asshole. Why are you so angry tonight? I'm not angry. I Actually, I am. I'm a little tired. I've been having a really rough schedule, you know, so I'm a little tired. But I really, I don't, I hate the people with the inspirational posts. Like, dude, you know, I, I actually was thinking, like, I was watching... There's there's people that are on my friend list and you know I don't maybe they'll be mad at me about this I don't give a fuck, but all they do all day inspirational pick inspirational pick inspirational pick with a quote right and I wonder to myself seriously like if you're out in public and you're talking to them do they print these things out so they can just hold them up to you while you're having a conversation don't you have any original thoughts of your own what is the charm of posting other people's thoughts and ideas. Oh, I don't know. The same thing with a lot of the memes. I, I get, I get nothing. Like if somebody comes up with a meme that is really funny, like really a great idea, a weird take on something, I can well, dig by, that. But by, by you reposting it, you're kind of like taking credit for it. Not, maybe not taking credit for that you didn't write it, but right. you're the first one to find it, and you're the first one to share it, and everybody's gonna like you better than everybody else. Yeah, that's what that is. I mean, but it's not <laughs> your thought. Like I try to. To me, man, the social network is. You're talking to your friends, right? So I don't, like, 
if you got something once in a while, like every once in a while, I'll go, oh, I saw this. This is, I thought this was pretty funny. Whoever came up with this is brilliant. I'll, uh, that's what I'll always add, that little caveat there. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, 99.9% of anything I write on there is what I think, what I, you know, anything I saw a show, I talk about that. Because isn't that the idea? You're supposed to be talking to your friends about things and ex- I don't understand when you sit there all day, where is the joy? Because the other thing about these inspirational pick people, they never stop to notice no one interacts with them. They sit there and fire off and fire off and fire off and they don't get, maybe it'll well, get Well, really, light. I mean, it, it, inspirational pick is like the this uh, decade's version of, oh, you got a case of the Mondays. Like, like a decade ago, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> well, a decade ago, it was just like the stupid cliches or the, you know. Bob, Bobarino, like the nonsensical, like, like, <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <the> nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, you saw something. That's what memes are today. Is just like the electronic digital version of that bullshit. Like, oh, I saw the frogs on fucking commercial and Super Bowl commercials last night, and bud, wise, wise you know, yeah. and like repeating something stupid you saw on TV, which could be funny. I get it, but it's still not yours, you know. No, it's not, and it it not it none of it makes. I like I said, man, I just don't get it. I don't understand any of that kind of stuff. Like it, it's not your thoughts, it's not your ideas. Who gives a shit? Like who cares? And inspirational. This is the other thing about inspirational picks. Every concept that they share, every idea, every thing that they're telling you, if you don't know that already, at, at we're all middle aged, our, our peer group. If you don't know these things already, what the fuck have you been doing? Like, these are things, these ideas were meant for 12-year-old girls. That's who, that's who these were meant for. Because they don't understand, they haven't had the life experience yet. They don't know their own value. Like, they're always, your value is, but no, dude, if you need to post this in a middle age, your value sucks. So, that's all I'm saying. Enough. And stop blurring your goddamn faces. I was thinking about this. You know, the Oculus Quest is coming out. What? Right, no. Yeah. The Oculus Quest is coming out next week, right? It's the first hands-free. Javier, you're out there listening. You asked me about VR before. You might want this one. So it's got inside-out tracking. There's a, there's a camera on each corner of it. It takes a look at your room. You draw a perimeter. Uh, and then that way it measures distance. So now with this one, you can lean in and look at things. No wires, no PC, right? But so I started thinking about this, you know, the next generation. What, what is this going to be available for? Like, is it going to be it, it's its own thing. PlayStation or? Oh, it's no, its own thing. It's its own thing. The Oculus Quest. three ninety nine. So is there a is there a DVD ROM drive in it? Like, how there you, is nothing. <laughs> it, it, everything's wireless. Uh, you, it's like a you know the old Steam store where you just download the games to the hard drive. Yeah, they, it's got a mm-hmm. hard drive in it. So you download Vader Immortal launches with it star wars game looks fantastic all the reviews are great um but i was thinking about the next iteration of a social network right and and so i think we talked last time i said that you know they've got the uh, the avatar face mapping now so i would see you you would see me right so we know we're heading there there the, the, this social network we will laugh one day at the idea that remember when we used to have to type our ideas to each other so we'll just see each other and we'll talk do you think these broads will blur their fake their avatar face maps 
That's what I was wondering. Like, will you just be walking down like some street in this game and they're like, oh, look at that bitch. Her fucking face is all blurred out. Or are they going to have Snapchat filters already built in? Like, you know, bunny ears and, and dog noses, pug noses, whatever. That's another thing. Can you women middle age stop with the goddamn dog noses and what the fuck? I'm just pushing all your fucking triggers tonight, aren't I? Again, these were for children. <laughs> this is for children. I Although my daughter did one the other day that changed your age, made you look older or younger. Yeah. And it was really fucking cool, actually. I, I'll I tell you the one I saw. It was. Cool. I didn't the, look at my. I didn't look like my young self, but my son, who's twenty, when he did it, his it looked exactly like his young self. It was really uh, pretty cool. I seen the one everybody's doing right now that changes your gender. Oh yeah, and that looks. It's mind blowing, actually. Uh, like I'm like, how the fuck is it doing this? Like just by a picture of you, you know. Like, uh, my friend Kelly sent me one the other day, like, fucking with me. And she was like, what's going on? What are you? Or she said, what are you doing? And it was a picture of her. But she had, like, facial hair, short hair. You know what I mean? And I was like, what the fuck? Because I know she don't know how to do Photoshop. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's this new Snapchat filter. It changes your gender, you know? Well, the thing is, like, what happens if you change your gender and you look hotter? Like, you're abroad and you're, you've never really been on, like, well, you've never really been a 10. I, but all of a sudden you change your gender and now you're a fucking George Clooney or whoever the sex symbol is right now. I did one. It wasn't this. It wasn't as good as this one, but there was one going around on Facebook that was kind of okay. And I did that and changed my gender. And I I made a post about it. I put the picture up and I determined after re- like really careful thought that I would let me blow me, but I wouldn't call the next day. <laughs> like that's that was really what I determined after I looked at it. <laughs> I would let me blow me, but I wouldn't call myself. I'm thinking thinking that through. All right, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. took a look, and I was like, eh, you know what? I would take a fucking, I would take a huffing <laughs> from me. Yeah. But then I wouldn't, you know, I certainly wouldn't call anymore. Like, I'd be like, all right, I'm done with that now. All right, Jamie Gum. Because I can only see the face. So I don't know what the body looked like. I'm assuming it's my body, which now I know I'm only taking a blowjob. <laughs> I got you, James Gum. What do you mean? I would fuck me. I would fuck me so hard. I would fuck me. You fuck me. I got my music ready and everything. How'd you know? I did not know. That's a fucking good call. She a great big fat person. (laughs) I got all that stuff ready to go. You got wild horses that ready to go? Goodbye horses, sir. Or whatever the fuck it is. Well, on the iPad, I got this. It's called Backpack Studio, I think it is. And you, dude, it's a countless amount of sound. So on the Roadcaster Pro, I've only got eight buttons. But on there, the sky's the limit, motherfucker. Sky's the limit, motherfucker. Sky's Goodbye, horses. At the ready. At the ready. It's on page two. <laughs> it sounds on the iPad. But, yeah, so I don't know, man. Just everybody, will you knock it off? I don't even know what we we're talking about. Fuck Chris McCandless. Hey, um... <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Howard Stern's book dropped. It's called Howard Stern Comes Again. <laughs> Get it? He comes again? Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking edgy, dude. He's only yeah. 65. You know yeah, come, I mean? come on, feel the noise. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, it dropped, and uh, I was looking at the Amazon reviews from verified purchasers. It is getting hammered. Like, it's just 
getting trashed. So do you think people have finally woken up to what we realized a long time ago? Yeah, I mean, well, so I think the people, the super fans that are that are listening to Stern mm-hmm. are not what this book was intended for. Because as I understand, this book was all about um, was all about uh, like publishing previous interviews, right? Yeah, they said it. They said it reads like <laughs> one dude's review <laughs> was like, "What the fuck is this court transcripts?" He was like, I, I don't want to read documents, you know, and that's what he, they said. It's literally transcripts of interviews that yeah, you've heard so, if you're a fan. You've heard these on the radio. So, yeah, it's nothing like private parts or or whatever the other Miss America. Uh, I don't even know. Was there another book? Uh, but I only know those two. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing reads nothing like them from what I understand. But, hey, remember last week we were talking about that gimmick, the whole artistry gimmick of, uh, you know, troubled youth and, you know, this is my only way out and all that kind of yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Saw an interview with Stern on CBS Sunday morning, and he was pulling that. You know, I'm still so self conscious about the way I look, and you know, I'm ugly. You know, just doing that whole stuff. Uh-huh. He's s- such a troubled man. I'm still an angry man, but yeah, it's getting better. I'm learning how to cope. Dude, the the thing is, <laughs> such a tired fucking gimmick. That's what I'm saying. Like, who <laughs> believes this, man? You're you're dicking down a model chick that's what thirty <laughs> years younger than you. Like, it's stop. Such a tired gimmick. And you know what it is? I was thinking about it a little bit more. What it is is it's setting everybody's expectations low. Mm-hmm. So when you exceed their expectations, all of a sudden you're a fucking rock star. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what that whole gimmick is all about. Now that I think it's it's you know I had I came from such a low start, but I was able to make it. You know, all you fucking American Idol wannabes and all all those people. That's what that that whole thing, that whole gimmick is about. Setting everything low, and so if you if you're just above mediocre, you sound like you're a fucking talent because you came from such a long way. Yeah, you, you had it you such a rough you guy. made it, baby. You know what's funny on that note, man? Uh, I was listening because I told you Stuttering John has turned bashing Howard into like his own little industry. an art form. Yeah, yeah, and um. You know, I I have to admit I've because uh, I'm I'm sad that way. I have actually become kind of uh, addicted to it, just because it feels kind of homey, like the old uh, the old show in a weird yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like you're here, and you know it keeps hit, it keeps hitting me how long ago all of that was. But I'm listening to them tell these stories and talk about these things that I remember like they were yesterday. You know? Yeah. But. Um, so he had on, uh, I don't know who this broad was. She actually was very annoying. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, but she's like some gossipy like radio person. But they were talking about his Howard's whole backstory about where he grew up and being beaten up by black dudes. And they said it's all bullshit. Like none of that's even true. He, they said Howard's dad had a decent amount of money. He never wanted for anything. Like he, he was actually a pretty privileged kid. Um, and that if the neighborhood that he lived in was mostly Polish, there weren't black people there. Remember, he used to say black dudes used to beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He said it's all bullshit. Like none of that's true. This is just the persona. So it it goes back to what you were just saying right there. He created this this history of himself that has nothing to do with reality. Um, the be- the best thing about his story that's true is that. Yes, without money, you are an ugly fucking stork. Like, 
Without money, Beth Ostrowski doesn't fuck you. Without money, Robin Givens never had sex with you. Uh, Angie Everhart never had sex with you. you know? Well, he wouldn't be weird... able to. He, he wouldn't be able to afford the wigs. No, not at all. But you know, in a weird way, I was thinking about this too. The Stern fan that that can't, you know, we've encountered them before that never were able to admit like when it when it was just going badly, you know. Yeah, when well, um, when it was past its prime, I you know, I mean, oh I'm yeah, never, no, we all sure. uh, listen to us playing radio, dude. I got, I really do respect his fucking career. No, so do I. I'm just saying there was a point, and it was a long time ago that it became clear he was a fraud and was never who you thought he was and all that kind of stuff. And you, you saw the, the Stern fans that were in such denial that he couldn't mean is, isn't he in a weird way, the first um, iteration of the Trump fan? Like he's the God of the people and they can't acknowledge anything about him. That's it's kind of that same thing. I guess it's just overt fandom, right? Like fanaticism. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I'm with you. And that when you say it that way, it makes more sense to me. Overt fandom, like you know, that you can. It's a hypocritical bullshit. Like you can overlook everything just because you want to believe what you want to believe, and you know, and nothing. And no matter what the facts that are presented, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It goes against what you want to see when you look right. at that guy. Yeah. Um, you, you don't want to acknowledge that, wow, he was actually everything he always claimed to hate. That's what he was. He wanted to be these things. That's why he was angry. He wanted to be in the Hamptons. He wanted to be the old guy with the model. You know, you remember when he used to talk to Wally George, Rebecca De Mornay's father? And Wally at that time was, uh, you know, he was a wealthy dude and he was yeah. always with it. And he'd go, and he would laugh at Wally because Wally's wife was younger than him, and he and he would say, "You know, she's only with you because the money, right?" Don Imus, same deal, right? And and he went on to be that guy, you know. Yep. And and so that's what I'm saying is, and and when you would bring this up, and be like, "Ah, eh, you know, he's not really who he presented himself to be," and Stern fans would get really upset and want to argue <laughs> about it. It's just like, well, I'm just trying to point out, like the guy just, you know. He's everything he claimed to hate. Now he's in the Hamptons. Now he's flaunting his cash. Now he's got the young wife. You know, and and it, it, you remember he used to talk about how I'm. Remember in the in the film how oh, yeah, I'm, he Imus would put certain rules on him when he got the WNBC yeah. and all that shit. And then he yeah, he's gone on to do that. They close down the hallways when he enters the building because you're not allowed to talk to him. Yeah, you're not allowed to foul the air as he walks through. I, uh, I, uh, I don't want to say who it is, but we know someone who used to be on the Stern show all the time. And his ex-wife told me personally that she was going to the bathroom. She left the green room one morning and passed Howard in the hallway while they were on break. And she said hello to him. And then after that happened, when she came back, Gary pulled her aside and, and explained to her, you do not speak to Howard in the hallway. Unless spoken to first. Unless spoken to, yeah. I mean, and she told me this personally. It's not, I'm not giving you this third hand. She was like, dude, he's such a fucking asshole, you know? And so he was he was worse than anything he ever told you about, you know? And so, I, I don't know, I just find it funny. I, I started thinking about that. I was like, that's eh, actually the kind of the first, the first blindly loyal Trump fan. Like, you know, <laughs> like they just cannot see 
how crazy the fucker is, you know? Last yeah. night on that note, and then I guess we'll wrap it up because we're going long. Um, I um, We're going long uh, and angry. Yeah. I Don't friend, drive angry. A friend announced that she's supporting Joe Biden for president, which I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, but it's irrelevant. doesn't matter. So this this guy comes in who's a massive Trump pansy, and he goes, do you want to go with creepy Joe or creepy Biden? Um, how the <laughs> fuck do you... So we do can you, review. Can, we, can, can, I, can I say it like this? Go ahead. Do you want to go with the... Uh, <laughs> do you want to go with the Joe Biden who moves on her like a bitch? Or the Joe Biden who grabs her like a p- pussy? Grabs her by the pussy. Yeah, which one do you choose? Or the Joe Biden who used to fly on the Lolita Express to his friend Jeffrey Epstein, literal pedophile, convicted pedophile's fucking compound, and where that Joe Biden was accused of raping a woman when she was 13 years old on the compound. Which one? Oh, that's right. You were over, You were able to overlook all that about Trump. We're just going to focus on Joe Biden massages women's shoulders. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, yeah, Joe is, is there's a, something. I, but I've known people like that who are just touchy and they aren't. Oh, dude. Yeah. And it's a little creepy. It's a little weird. It's awkward. It's it's socially awkward, but I don't know if it's, it's, it's certainly not to the level of sexual assault. You know what I mean? No. In my mind. Um, I used to you know. do work. I used to do work. I'd subcontract for this guy, and he was always putting his hands on your shoulders, and he was a close talker. Yeah, and I've known people like that. I mean, yeah. and and it's not a sexual thing necessarily, but dude, like you know, give me some space. It's a socially weird thing. Like I know, I, and I'm. It's mostly dudes. It's not usually women. It's mostly dudes that want to. When they shake your hand, they also grab your other elbow, or you know what I mean, like. Yep. You know, like what? What's what's yeah? What's the arm touch for? What's what's that mean? Like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. We ain't like that, bro. Like, yeah. Good to meet you. Damn glad to meet you. Let me pat you on the back. Yeah. Nah. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you, you don't get to ignore, and not only ignore but defend yeah. everything Trump has been accused of. Everything he's admitted to doing. When I see an attractive woman, I can't help myself. I just grab them and kiss them. That was him. On tape, he said those things. Yeah. Moved on her like a bitch. He can grab him. He was. He's telling you that story about another man's wife that he was trying to fight. You don't get to ignore all of that. And then, oh, creepy Joe Biden. Like, So this is why. You're not even bringing up Stormy Daniels. I didn't even touch on that. Yeah. I didn't even touch on fucking porn stars while your third wife is pregnant and then paying for their silence. I didn't even get into that. But you can ignore all these things. That Joe is fucking creepy, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, man, man. He's, <laughs> dude, he's a mean, terrible man. He's not fit to be to be president. <laughs> I mean, he might even want gray Poupon mustard and wear a tan suit. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Motherfucker's out of control. So, we're, yeah, we're going off you, the rails people. on the crazy drain. We are going off the rails on a crazy train, and that's why with this election cycle coming up, I'm not doing it anymore on the social networks. There is no longer a special ed hallway on my friend list. You got to go. <laughs> All you motherfuckers got to go. I, I'm not doing it. I'm going to have it. I like to talk about movies and video games, uh, you know, t- not basically uh, VR. You know, that's all I fuck with, really. 
I like to talk about stuff like that. Tech. I, I don't. I and if I do make a comment about a story, I don't need you coming in with your water-headed fucking nonsense. Uh, take your shit elsewhere. No special. So special ed hallway is closed on my friend list, and you get on your fucking crazy chain and hit the fucking bricks. I've had it. Fuck it's this been nice episode. knowing you. Yeah. Fuck this episode. I'm done. <laughs> get the fuck off my friend list, motherfuckers. You, yeah. Hit the bricks. You've you've ruined my mood. I came into this episode with a nice demeanor, and you had to bring up fucking Chris McCandless. <laughs> He's like my Susquehanna hat. <laughs> Susquehanna hat. Like I'm. That's what I'm gonna do from now on. You can be like, ah, "Excuse me, buddy. You know where I can find Chris McCandless? Chris McCandless, <laughs> Niagara Falls, Alexander Supertree." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, idiot. Anyway, we should wrap it up, dude. We're like a buck twenty here. All right, man. We'll see you on episode that was well, that was episode one sixty six, and we will see you on one sixty seven. One sixty six, angriest episode ever. Maybe. Peace. Ask this fellow where Bagel Street is. Okay. Excuse me, can you tell me where Bagel Street is? Sorry, buddy, I haven't got a dime. Who's asking you for money? I'm only asking you where Bagel Street is. Do I know where Bagel Street is? Of course I know where Bagel Street is. What do I look like, a dummy? Do I look like I just got off a boat? Is there a tag on my lapel saying I just came from Ellis Island? Of course I know where Bagel Street is. I was born and raised on Bagel Street. My brother was born on Bagel Street. Do you know my brother? Oh, I don't know. I'm asking Why you... Why you go around talking about my brother? I'll have you understand my brother's one of the finest boys that ever walked in shoe leather. My brother was an honest student at school. Go ahead, say something nasty about my brother. Say uh, something like he shouldn't get a parole. I'm asking you where Bagel Street is. That's a common ordinary citizen just has another fellow where Bagel Street is. I gotta deliver these hats to the Susquehanna Hat Company. Susquehanna Hat Company? Please go on me! Is that a Susquehanna hat? Yeah. You know who makes these hats? I don't know. Child labor. Little girls, 13, 14 years old. Little girls with curls down their hair. They work 13, 14 hours a day. They work in a sweatshop all day long. Here's what I think about Susquehanna hat. And look at it. Look. Look at that band. Imitation leather. Just like paper. And look. I wouldn't give you seven and a half dollars. Mmm. What's the matter? Oh, you're putting a wire in there for me to cut my finger. That's the worst that I ever saw. Boy, the Susquehanna hat company. That's what I think of that. Well, you know what that's going to cost you, don't you? Give them back to Dan. $7.50. You broke one of Dan's hats. Look, all I did was put a hat on my head. Did I ask the guy to take it off? That's enough. It's the way you ask him. You ask the next guy. Come on, never mind. Let's find Bagel Street. Here, ask this lady where uh, Bagel Street is. Excuse me, lady. Could you tell me where Bagel Street is? Bagel Street? <laughs> Oh, why did you have to remind me of Bagel Street? My husband was killed on Bagel Street, you hear? My husband was killed on Bagel Street! I mean, but what happened wrong? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. So I do, I, I want to go to the, the, the Susquehanna Hat Company. Susquehanna Hat Company? Ah! That's the Susquehanna Hat. That's the same kind of hat my husband was wearing when he was killed. And he wouldn't have lost his life if he'd been wearing a good hat when that safe fell out of that 15 story building. But no, he was wearing a hat like this one. Oh, that's the cheapest, one of his greatest stars ever. Oh, my husband's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He ain't dead, lady. He's, he's hiding. Now, listen, that guy, just a minute. That's two hats you've broken. Now, you know how much you owe uh, Derby Dan? How much do I owe Derby Dan now? $15. $15? Yes. And stop insulting women. Look, all I asked her is where was Bagel Street? Yeah. Bagel Street? Bagel Street! Don't ever mention that name! I just started driving crazy! Bagel Street! Oh!
cash they owe. Give them back the hats. Take that, take that box. Or go on down there and find out where Bacon Street is. <laughs> hey, Eddie. What? How much do I owe there now? $22.50. I'm going to try just one more. No, no. Be careful of that one, would you please? Yes, sir. Hey, wait a minute. I've got an idea. I'm going to run back to our plumbing shop and get some of those little business cards of ours. We give them away to those society people up at Briarwood. Very good business, thank you, got Eddie. But find out where Bagel Street is, please. Okay, I'll ask another guy that comes along. I'll ask anybody. I don't care. Excuse me, mister. Could you please tell me where Bagel Street is? Bagel Street? Don't ask me where Bagel Street is. A terrible thing happened to me on Bagel Street. <laughs> I was walking along minding my own business, and a safe fell from a 15-story building on my head, and... Kill me! Oh, 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 oh. A safe fell 15 floors and fell on your head and killed you. Yeah. Well, then as long as you're dead, there's no use asking you where the Susquehanna hat company is. Susquehanna hat! My son hat I was wearing the day that I was killed! And you ask me about a hat! Yes, that's that's hat. Hat. That isn't worth wearing! That's the kind of a hat that I was killed! And you ask me about a hat! I'm so You're asking me about a... I'm so sorry, I... I think I've broken your hat. You think you've broken? Yes. I'm... This is the fourth Susquehanna hat I... Susquehanna! What's going on here? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, police! Help! Help! No, What's going on here? Fellow, this fellow here, that big fellow, is yes, trying yes. to take the little fellow, my friend. Ah, tough guy, come on, wait. Oh, oh, come on, you can't take up. me to jail. Oh, no? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> you can't take oh, me to jail. Oh, yes, we can. Come on, my boy. Come on. <laughs> He's crazy. He's what? crazy. Yeah, what can I do for you now, Albert? Luigi, how can I get to the Susquehanna Hat Company? Susquehanna! Susquehanna! 